elders are going to join me here this morning. And we're going to read about the story starting back in Isaiah in the prophecy and then working on into John, Mark and John, and Acts. But before we begin that, I just want to call your attention to the Lord's Prayer, often referred to as the High Priestly Prayer in John 17. This was Jesus' prayer to his Father before he was crucified. And this is very interesting reading. If you get a chance this week, to go back and read through John chapter 17. But I want to read the last several verses of this. It says, O righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these, he's talking about the disciples, know that you have sent me. I have made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. That is the answer to the why of God's uh, crucifixion. So we're going to begin now with the, the first. My, my section comes from Isaiah 42. If you want to follow along, Isaiah 42, 1 through 9. This is, this is prophecy. Years, hundreds of years before any of this ever happened. Behold my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry aloud or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a faintly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his law. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them. I'm reading out of Mark 15, 33 to 47. At the, at the sixth hour, darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, Listen, he's calling Elijah. One man ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a stick, and offered it to Jesus to drink. 
Now leave him alone and let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood in front of Jesus heard his cry and saw how he died, he said, surely this man was the son of God. Some women were watching from a distance. Along Among them were Mary Magdalene and mother, Mary the mother of James and younger and of Joes and Salome. In Galilee, these women had followed him and carried him, cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were also there. It was the preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath. So as evening approached, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the council, who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised to learn that he was already dead. Summoning, summoning the centurion, he asked him if Jesus had already died. When he learned that it was so, he gave the body to Joseph. So Joseph brought some linen cloth, took down the body, wrapped it in linen, and placed it in a tomb cut out of rock. Then he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and the mother, Mary the mother of Joseph saw where he was laid. The story doesn't end there. We wouldn't be here this morning if the story ended there. I have the pleasure of reading the good stuff, the resurrection. I'll be reading out of uh, John chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. Now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple, and they were going toward the tomb, both of them running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. John had to let us know he was faster. And stopping to look, And he saw that the linen cloth lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloth lying there and the face cloth, which had been on Jesus, Jesus's head. Not lying with the linen cloths, but folded up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in. And he saw and believed for as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. The disciples went back to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. And as she wept, she stood, she stooped to look into the tomb and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had lain. One at the head, one at the feet. They said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be 
the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you've laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God, your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and that he said these things to her. Going to continue on in John, <clears throat> that must have been a, an awesome day. Found the grave empty, uh, went around telling one another how they must have wondered and just been amazed. But still, what do we do now? Well, we're going to find out what they did that evening. Picking it up at verse 19, it says, On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Well, that was not the only time that people saw and witnessed that Jesus had been risen. Jesus had risen. Starting in verse, or in chapter 21. It says, After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples, by the Sea of Tiberias, and he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in, because of the quantity of fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved, therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from land, but about a hundred yards off. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place, with fish laid out on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, 153 of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. That's still not the end. 
Let's go to Acts chapter 1. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. This morning we came here to celebrate Easter. We came to celebrate the risen Lord, and we have done that. We had a wonderful meal together, a time of fellowship. We've sang, we've uh, heard stories, uh, worshipped together. But here's the takeaway. Here's what we need to know. He's coming back. And just like the angel said to the disciples, Why are you standing here looking? Get busy. He's coming back, and we need to be ready. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you're risen. Thank you for our time together here this morning. Thank you we can come together, worship, celebrate, and just know that you live and that in you we have salvation. So just thank you for this time we can come together and just pray your blessing and your presence now as we go out to be the church scattered. Just pray your touch and your guidance on us till we're together again. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you will stand.